Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Blind Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Today, I want to talk about my reaction to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, and I also want to talk a little MLB news as well. So first, we'll get started by talking about the AFC divisional round matchups. First game I want to talk about is the matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Jacksonville Jaguars. This was a really good game right away. Uh, the Chiefs, they get on the board first. Patrick Mahomes finds Travis Kelsey in the end zone to give the Chiefs an early 7-0 lead. Then the Jaguars answer back. Trevor Lawrence finds Christian Kirk in the end zone for a touchdown. That ties the game up at 7-7. But then in the second quarter, things get really interesting for the Chiefs. A couple of Jaguars defenders land on the right ankle of Patrick Mahomes. He ends up having to come out of the game with a high ankle sprain. Chad Henney takes over for the Chiefs. Um, and uh, the Chiefs uh, were pinned on their own two-yard line, but Chad Henney drives the ball down the field. He gets the Chiefs in field goal range, and the Chiefs uh, jump out to a 10-7 to lead. Then later on in the second quarter, Chad Henney finds Travis Kelsey in the end zone to extend the Chiefs' lead to 17-7 to going into halftime. Then in the third quarter, Patrick Mahomes comes back into the game for the Chiefs, and the Jaguars, they start to get their running game going. Travis Etienne uh, with a big rushing touchdown that makes a score 17-14. to And that gets the Jaguars back into the game. But then uh, the Chiefs, uh, they tack on another field goal. Uh, the Jaguars, uh, they tack on another field goal. Um, and then um, late in the fourth quarter, uh, Patrick Mahomes finds Marquez Valdez-Scantling in the end zone for a touchdown. Uh, then the Jaguars, uh, they add on another field goal. That makes the score 27-20 uh, to 20. late in the fourth quarter. The Jaguars driving the football down the field, but Jamal Agnew fumbles the football in the red zone, and the Chiefs, they hang on and win the game. Final score of 27-20. to 20. A great game for Travis Kelsey. He ends up with 14 receptions, two touchdown receptions, uh, just one reception shy of tying a playoff record. So a great game for Travis Kelsey. Uh, great to see Patrick Mahomes come back into this game for the Chiefs. Um, you know, uh, he's a tough guy. Um, and uh, we'll see how he deals with that high ankle sprain uh, throughout the week. But I would not be surprised to see Patrick Mahomes playing in this AFC Championship game. Um, and the Chiefs, uh, they get the big win to move on to the AFC Championship game. Final score of 27-20. to Jaguars, uh, they make this game interesting, but they come up just a little bit short. Uh, but what a great season for the Jaguars. Uh, what an incredible turnaround. After back-to-back -back seasons where they lose 14 games, uh, Doug Peterson takes over as their head coach. Um, and uh, Trevor Lawrence has a really good year. The Jaguars, they win their division. Um, you know, uh, they um, make the playoffs uh, with a winning record. And uh, they win... A playoff game as well. So, um, you know, what a year for the Jaguars. Um, and uh, Trevor Lawrence is only going to get better. And uh, this Jaguars team is only going to get better. So uh, they're going to be a fun team to watch in the future. Um, so the Chiefs, uh, they get the big win and they move on to the AFC Championship game for the fifth consecutive season. So a uh, great win for the Chiefs. Next game I want to talk about is the matchup between the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Buffalo Bills. Uh, this was a very interesting game in Buffalo. It was great to see DeMar Hamlin in the Buffalo Bills stadium watching the game 
in one of uh, the suites with his family. Uh, but this game was all Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow throws a couple of touchdown passes early on in this game. Uh, one to Jamar Chase and one to Hayden Hurst. And uh, the Bills jump out to an, or excuse me, the Bengals jump out to an early 14 to nothing lead. Um, then Josh Allen gets a rushing touchdown to put the Bills on the board. Uh, then um, in the second half of this game, the Bengals really get their running game going. Uh, Joe Mixon uh, ends up with a big rushing touchdown. Uh, the Bengals also add on a couple more field goals as well. And they go on to win this game, final score of 27 to 10. Bengals defense steps up big in this game. Um, and uh, they hold the Bills offense to just 10 points. And a uh, great game for Joe Burrow. Uh, the Bengals do a really good job of playing a solid, well-balanced, complimentary football offensively. And they get the big win over the Bills, final score of 27 to 10. And the Bengals are moving on to the AFC Championship game to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. This is going to be a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game. Uh, so it's going to be really fun to watch. And I'm really looking forward to it. So that's my thoughts on the AFC Divisional Round. Now I want to talk about the NFC Divisional Round. Uh, first game I want to talk about is the matchup between the New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the Eagles really dominated this game. Great game for Jalen Hurts. He throws a couple of touchdown passes. Uh, one to Dallas Goddard and one to Devontae Smith. Jalen Hurts also ends up with a big rushing touchdown in this game as well. And the Eagles play some really good, well-balanced, complimentary football offensively. Uh, they also run the football very well in this game. Uh, Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell also end up with a couple of big rushing touchdowns. Um, Miles Sanders really runs the football well in this game, and the Eagles dominate this game. Final score of 38-7. to um, only one um, touchdown in this game for the Giants. Just one rushing touchdown by Matt Breda. Uh, but the Eagles' defense was all over Daniel Jones in this game. They sack him five times. They bring the pressure all game long. And the Eagles dominate. Final score of 38-7. to And they are moving on to the NFC Championship game. Next game I want to talk about, uh, the final game, is between uh, the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. This was a very good defensive battle. You had uh, two of the most high-scoring uh, offenses in the league, both offenses averaging over 30 points per game. But the story of this game was defense, especially the San Francisco 49ers defense. Um, they did a really good job of getting after Dak Prescott all game long. Uh, Dak Prescott throws a couple of early interceptions in this game. That leads to a few field goals. For the 49ers, uh, the Cowboys, they get the only touchdown of the first half. Um, a touchdown pass from Dak Prescott to Dalton Schultz. Uh, but um, when Brett Maher attempts the extra point, um, it gets blocked. And Brett Maher continues to struggle uh, with extra points in this game. Um, but uh, he does make a couple of field goals in the second half of this football game. Uh, but uh, the story of this game was the 49ers defense um, and a late touchdown um, by Christian McCaffrey after an incredible play, um, an incredible uh, pass deep down the field from Brock Purdy to George Kittle. Um, George Kittle makes an incredible catch, and that ends up setting up uh, Christian McCaffrey 
for a big goal, had a rushing touchdown, and um, the 49ers go on to win this game. Final score of 19 to 12. A great game for George Kittle. He ends up with five receptions, 95 uh, receiving yards in this game. Uh, Brock Purdy uh, makes some nice throws late in the game uh, when he needed to, um, and uh, Christian McCaffrey got the running game going um, in the fourth quarter. Um, and uh, the 49ers do just enough offensively to win this game, but their defense steps up big. They hold the Cowboys to just 12 points, um, and uh, the 49ers get the big win to move on to the NFC Championship game and take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, And uh, it's back to the drawing board for the Dallas Cowboys. Another disappointing end to um, the season for the Cowboys. Um, You know, Uh, Cowboys uh, with very high expectations. They come up short again. And um, now it's 27 consecutive seasons where the Dallas Cowboys have not played in a conference championship game. So um, we'll see what happens with the Cowboys, um, with the Cowboys roster um, and with their coaching staff moving forward. Uh, But I think some changes are going to be coming soon for the Dallas Cowboys. So uh, we'll see uh, how that all works out. But um, you know, definitely not the way the Cowboys wanted to end their season. So the 49ers, they get the big win and they will take on the Philadelphia Eagles. That's going to be a great game. Two high scoring offenses going up against two uh, very solid defenses. So that's going to be a fun game to watch. So that's my thoughts on everything around the NFL. Now I'll talk a little MLB news. Um, um, a role is Chapman. Uh, he signed with the Kansas City Royals, uh, a one-year deal for Aroldis Chapman. Um, after a very disappointing end uh, to his season with the Yankees, um, and uh, Aroldis Chapman ends up, um, you know, getting released uh, while the Yankees are in the playoffs, um, and uh, you know that really uh, did not end on good terms for Aroldis Chapman and the Yankees. Uh, but he ends up signing with the Royals. Um, a big opportunity for Aroldis Chapman to try to regain his form. Uh, we'll see if he can, um, you know, find a way to get back to throwing strikes. We know he has great stuff, um, but he has had um, some struggles with his command. Uh, so we'll see if he can figure some things out in Kansas City. Um, good move for the Royals, low risk, high reward. Uh, so, um, you know, we'll see how that works out. So um, other MLB news, a big trade. Um, took place uh, between the Miami Marlins and the Minnesota Twins. Um, really interesting trade for both sides. Uh, the Miami Marlins looking to bolster their offense. Um, so uh, they acquired Luis Arise, uh, the reigning American League batting champion, um, is now headed to the Miami Marlins. And in return, uh, the Minnesota Twins, uh, they get a very good starting pitcher in uh, Pablo Lopez. Um, and they also get a few of the Miami Marlins uh, young top prospects in return as well. Um, so interesting move uh, for both teams. Um, you know, Luisa Rise um, obviously led the American League uh, in batting average uh, with the Twins. He had a very good season. Um, he's got some sneaky power in his bat as well. Uh, so um, with him uh, moving on to a big ballpark in Miami, uh, definitely um, plenty of opportunity for Luisa Rise to pick up a lot of hits. Um, and uh, we'll see what kind of power numbers he can put up in Miami as well. 
but uh, the Twins, they get a really good young starting pitcher in Pablo Lopez. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see uh, what kind of return they get on these young prospects as well. Um, but uh, definitely a trade that made sense for both ball clubs. And, um, you know, we'll see how it works out long term. Uh, but a very interesting trade. Um, and uh, finally, the Mariners uh, making a little bit more um, moves as well. Uh, they add another uh, utility uh, veteran infielder in Tommy LaStella. Um, interesting move. Tommy LaStella um, is a uh, a good veteran player. Um, you know, he could uh, definitely um, help uh, this young Mariners ball club. Um, he's going to come in and try to compete uh, for one of the utility infield jobs. Um, so, um, you know, we'll see how, how that works out. But, um, you know, Tommy LaSella could be a good addition to this ball club. So uh, that's my thoughts on um, all the MLB news. Um, now I just want to leave you guys with a quick Bible verse before I go uh, from the book of Romans, chapter 8. And it says, uh, no life, no death, um, uh, no, no life, no death, no height and no depth can ever separate us from the love of God. Um, this is just an incredible reminder to all of us um, that uh, you are never too far gone. Uh, you can never outrun uh, the grace and the love and the mercy um, that God has for each and every single one of us. Uh, God loves us so much that he sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for the forgiveness of all of our sins. Um, and all we have to do is is believe in him and accept um, um, that Jesus Christ is Lord um, and ask for forgiveness for our sins. Um, and, uh, you know, if if we, um, you know, just um, accept Jesus Christ into um, if you accept Jesus Christ in your heart and if you believe in him um, and ask him for forgiveness for your sins, you will be saved. Um, and, um, you know, um, it's just a reminder to all of us that, um, you know, just a reminder of how much God loves us. Um, and, um, you know, we can never outrun uh, his grace and his love and his mercy. Um, the grace that God um, gives us every day is something that we don't have to earn, um, but it's something that we just have to ask for um, in in the name of Jesus. Um, and, you know, if we believe in Jesus um, and ask for forgiveness for our sins every day, um, you know, we will be saved. Uh, so I just want to leave you guys with that thought. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you guys. Always remember that God is love and God is good all the time. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys next time.